This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Well, hello, saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. We're in Ephesians chapter 4. And in our last uh, reflection, we were thinking about the importance that's been stated here by Paul of Jesus, his ascension into heaven, having descended to the lower regions. This is our Lord Jesus, and three times he mentions it here, ascended and descended. In verse 8, he ascended on high, led captives in his train. Verse 9, what does he ascend to mean except that he also descended? Verse 10, he who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order that he might fill the whole universe. So we have this repeated three times, ascended, 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 and then twice descended, descended. And this is the movement of Jesus. He descended to us in the incarnation. He came to be with us, to walk among us, to be one of us, to love us, to reveal the Father to us, to teach us how to live, and then preeminently to die for the sins of the world. And there in his death, he drank the earthly cup to its lees, and he entered into the very depths of darkness, both in human experience, existentially, and then this whole question mysteriously of Holy Saturday and whether Christ actually went and descended into hell in order to liberate those who'd been held there. Much thinking to be done on that. But the one who descended down, down, down he came. He'd sat in unimaginable glory at the right hand of the Father, but he descends down, down, down to earth, down into our flesh, down to be born of a woman, down to be born in a a stable, down to be laid in a major, then down, down to the cross where he goes down with our sin into death. But the one who descended is the one who ascended. Up from the grave he arose. Up, up, up. And after 40 days of revealing himself to the apostles, to the disciples, he was hid from them and taken. A cloud came down and took him to be with the Father. And the writer to the Hebrews says that he ascends into heaven and there seated at the right hand of the Father. But he goes into the, the, the courts of the Father on our behalf as our representative, as our mediator. And we go with him. That's why Paul earlier on can say, we are seated with him in heavenly realms. The great King of heaven takes human flesh, goes down, down, down. But then gloriously, he comes up, 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 but then he sends down again his spirit to be with us that we can, we can experience him 
his immediacy, and we can experience his power for service. What a wonderful thing. What a wonderful truth. The one who ascends is the one who descends. The one who ascends from hell leaves captives in his train. The one who ascends into heaven sends his spirit and gives gifts to his church. What a wonderful thing that is. What a wonderful Savior. What an amazing thing that he would do that for us. And as we've seen throughout this week, thinking about unity, he didn't just do it for you, for your family, for your church community, for your tradition, for your denomination, for your congregation. He did it for the whole church. And that's why we must love them and honor them and make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. He descended for them, and He ascended for them, and He sent His Spirit upon them. Let's honor Him in what He's done by honoring those for whom He did it. <laughs>